This is the ERP Advisor. Today's episode, help. How do I get the best deal on my ERP contract renewal? Thank you everyone for joining us for today's webinar, Help, How Do I Get the Best Deal on My ERP Contract Renewal? Sean Wendell is our speaker for today. Sean is the founder and managing principal of ERP Advisors Group based in Denver, Colorado. Sean has over 25 years of experience in the enterprise software industry, helping hundreds of clients across many industries with selecting and implementing a wide variety of enterprise solutions. His podcast, The ERP Advisor, has dozens of episodes with thousands of downloads and is featured on prominent podcast platforms such as Apple and Spotify. On today's call, Sean will discuss the overall ERP contract renewal process by breaking down renewal contract specifics, along with sharing secrets to getting the best deal. Sean, thank you so much for joining me today. This is the first time we've done this in a while where we're sitting down face-to-face. It's nice, isn't it? It You're welcome. Yeah, very good to see you too. (laughs) So businesses work hard to negotiate their ERP contracts initially when they're buying their software platform, right? You bet. So why wouldn't they work hard to you know, negotiate the best deal they could with their contract renewal, right? right? Yeah. And who doesn't want the best deal? There you go. Right? So with that, let me ask you, um, what are the specifics of an ERP contract renewal? Just high level, and then we can go from there. Yeah, it's a great question. And I think, um, Juliet, it's very apropos today. Because um, if you think about the life cycle of an ERP contract, you only really have a a new contract, hopefully once in a blue moon, like right. 10 years. Right. So then what do you do the rest of the years, right? When that initial contract terminates, do you renew it? And and what are the, the mechanics that go into it? And I think that's where, where, where we're going to drive into today, yeah. like you said. So, so, you know, this is probably one of those topics that we should have talked about a long mm-hmm. time ago. So I'm glad that we are yeah. because we spend so much time with clients. I'm a little from trying to actually close a contract here in the next um, uh, week or so. And it's it's been hairy, right? Yeah. But like you said, the renewal can be just as hairy. Right. Yeah. Well, because it's such an investment, right? Yes. And that on the front end, I don't know if companies tend to focus on that more and maybe not look towards the renewal, but- there are definitely things that come up that they would want to consider in their renewal, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so if if you think about the time that you put into any decision up front, right, then you have the ongoing, like what happens, it's very easy to just let the ongoing just kind of sneak up on you and yeah. bite you in the butt, frankly, right? Right, right, right. So, so some of the things that I think people have to be aware of that they're usually not, that's kind of why I'm hesitating a little bit, um, are probably four things. But before I get into those four things, I really do want to set a little bit of context. Okay. So when a company, and again, you could use your dating analogy, but it would be really silly. So we probably shouldn't. But when you're like deciding which software you want to date, when you're deciding which software you want to actually bring into your organization, Um, you're, you're looking, you're spending a lot of time and you're qualifying and you're checking this and that and so on and so forth. And then you finally say, okay, best deal I can get. It's going to meet my needs. Um, I'm going to know, you know, how this is going to go because you still got to implement, right? 
Um, and we're going to be fine for the long term. So you sign the contract. Mm-hmm. Good. At that moment, you are actually setting into effect, basically, how the next renewals will go. So that's why I have to go back in time a little bit on the renewal topic to say at the beginning, when you're negotiating the initial contract, you want to make sure that you have renewal caps in the contract. Okay. So that was going to be my question. Can you negotiate initially how your renewal is when the time comes up? Absolutely. Okay. The vendor may or may not tell you that Mm -hmm. they may, some of them include it. They Mm -hmm. say, Hey, we're going to give you a 3% renewal cap on every renewal, you know, in perpetuity. Most of them don't do that at all. Right. Most of them just there, you get so focused on closing the initial deal that you don't even think about what happens after the initial term. Right. So that's the second thing, right. Is what's the term of the contract. So most software vendors, I have to think about this. No, it's really all over the place. Like right now we're in eight deals that we're looking to close by the end of March or excuse me, end of May, end of May. Okay. There's a lot, but that's okay. So um, some of the vendors say, oh yeah, it's a five-year term. Okay. Meaning here's the price per year and it's locked for five years. Good. So that means you... They their contract doesn't come up for renewal for five years. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. That's exactly right. All right. Now there's some tricky parts of that too. We'll mm-hmm. get back. We'll come back to that. Other vendors say 12 months. We'll do a 12 month deal with you. Okay. There's benefits. There's risks with all of that, right? So one of the risks with a longer term contract is what if you need less users or less That's software? Right. Oh, well, you're at a five-year deal with this minimum right. amount of software or users. There's some things you can do that we'll get to later to keep mm-hmm. people hooked into our conversation. Um, or on the other end, on the on the 12 month, um, well, but I don't want to be renewing a contract every year. So can I go longer, right? I have other clients that have said, oh no, we're going to be renegotiating mm-hmm. every year with this vendor so that we always have the leverage over them to um, you know, renegotiate our terms. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck in a long-term contract with all those obligations. Every year I want to negotiate. Okay, fine. Well, that seems like it would turn into almost a full-time job in and of itself, like yeah. keeping track. Well, maybe right? that's kind of the kind of person you are where you like doing that every year. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed. Right. And that's totally fine too, right? It just depends on, I think the contract signer um, their desire and willingness to do go through negotiations, right? Mm-hmm. Some some CFOs, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They hammer the heck out of vendors every year to get the mm-hmm. best deal that they can. Other CFOs, directors of IT, CIOs, I mean, it, it, it's all these different stakeholders. They say, you know, I really just want to have um, forecastable expenses so I know what I'm going to spend for this amount of time. So, so that initial term is a pretty big deal because Mm -hmm. that's going to drive when your renewal happens for sure. I'll just stop with that. Make sense? It makes sense. Good. Okay. Perfect. So then, you know, again, what is the right term, the, the, the term of the contract. And, and like I said, it just, Mm -hmm. it just really does depend. So some of the variables that we use to evaluate that with clients are um, if, if we have a, a pretty savvy, sponsor who is really aware of contract negotiations because ERP is one of many 
software contracts. You've got your Microsoft Office contract. You might have a phone, a voice over IP system. You might have networking, other telephony with cell phones. Mm -hmm. So like you said earlier, renewals can become a full-time job, right? And if you have somebody whose job is to do that, then fine. But usually for our clients, they don't have as many IT resources. So we shoot for about a three-year term. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Things can change after three years, especially now. Gosh, everything seems right. up in the air. So five years, five years can make sense for an organization that's maybe a little more solid with their strategy, with their approach to business. You know, they can still grow. That's totally fine, but they're not going to decline or they're not going to have a material change where they're like, oops, this software that we bought for our professional services firm. Right. Now we're a manufacturer. The old one doesn't work right? We don't want that to happen, but it does happen. So three years is usually good. So you've got some, some known um, expenses, mm-hmm. expenditures, I should say, because some of it's capitalized. Um, and um, you don't have to worry about it for a bit. But no matter what, when you have a renewal, you should start to worry about it about six months mm-hmm. before the term date, the termination date of the agreement. Right. So that's a lot on the dates. What questions? Well, I'm here? just thinking like, okay, so you mentioned if you have a change in users, but what if you like have a whole new, like a, a change in process, right? Like, can you add that in or take something out? Like, is that, it's not just negotiating like your current services. Can you add and take away services too? Yes and no. Okay. I mean, literally, yes, you can, can add. No, no you, you can't take it away. Most contracts are written that way. And that little thing, hello, everybody. We just dropped something right there that you needed to understand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You would think that you could take away with a software contract. But if you look at the fine details, you'll see you can't. Once it's in there. Once it's in there, it's in there. Oh, boy. Right. You, oh you, you just for a second, I would ask everybody who hears this, whether you're, you know, or you're on the treadmill or you're, you're hanging out, having a sandwich or you're on another call and you're multitasking. I want you to hear this. Unfortunately, the buyer has to think a little bit like the seller in this instance to understand the why. And once mm-hmm. you understand the why, then your cause, you can do something about it. Right. So the buyer is the CIO, the CFO, Dura of IT, controller, CEO, whoever's buying the software, the seller is the software company. It's not the salesperson. Mm. It's the software company. Okay. And what the software company wants, most are, are public, even those that are private are mostly private equity back. They're driving for EBITDA, earnings before income tax depreciation and amortization. Okay. P&L, profit and loss. They want profit, earnings, right? That's what they're driving towards. And with a software contract, there's an annual contract value and the savvy salespeople will say, oh yeah, the ACV, blah, blah, blah. You're like, what is that, right? That sounds like something in your knee, apple right? Apple cider vinegar. Apple cider right? vinegar, yes, that's right. ACV. Yes, that's right. Uh, come in, apple cider vinegar. <laughs> come in, uh, annual contract value. It, let's say you buy $100,000 of software with between users, between modules, between some technology offerings or whatever. That's a, that's a pretty low amount, frankly. Right. They really care about the hundred thousand. They want to make a hundred thousand a year. That's mm-hmm. just a number, right? Okay. For some of the vendors we work with, the tier two ERPs like that hundred thousand per year. They don't care what you buy. Mm. So later on, if you get into the, one of these things and you want to remove users, 
they're going to say, well, sure, you can take them out, but we're still going to charge you, right? You go, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't, if I don't use it, I don't want to pay for it. Yeah, right. Okay, that's fine. So we can take out some users. How about we give you some more software? How about we turn on this other area that that it's just literally, we can just flip a switch mm-hmm. and then, you know, we start charging you more for that, but then we'll take out the users so that your annual contract value stays at $100,000, right? So no, so they're not losing money. That's right. right. They could care less about that's the functionality right. of the users or whatever, because right. here's another little dirty secret of enterprise software. The incremental amount to provision a new instance of the software, to just mm-hmm. set it up, mm-hmm. right? or to um, set up new users or to set up new modules, the cost is zero. Zero. Nada. No. It was 100% profit, right? Now, you know, the software vendors are probably yelling at me. They'll probably get Mm -hmm. some text later. No, that's not true. And you bet. There are some costs with manually setting up and provisioning, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So sorry. It's 99.9%. Minimal. Minimal. That's right. Considering, right? right? Yeah. But now... Now that the buyer understands where the seller's coming from, now they can start working with them a little bit. And we'll talk more about what some of those strategies should be. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Well, let me ask you this. So it's almost like whether you're getting a new cell phone, right? Sorry. Or a new ERP yep. contract renewal. If you're a new customer, you tend to get a better deal than if you're an existing customer. Like, why is that? And is there a way around that? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer anyone wants to hear. I know. But. And we get we get these calls. We call it Erica's free ERP. Right. Yes. Uh, hotline. Hotline. Yes. Right. Yeah. Erica runs our sales. And uh and we do a lot of this and we love it. We actually really love helping people out, right? And if it's they they don't need our help, Erica will give them some advice. And we had a um we got we had a great, great client of ours that met somebody at a conference in his industry, nonprofit and and he's like, can you guys help these out? We're like, absolutely. We can help her out, see what's going on and see what to do. And the answer when she said, I've got a renewal. It's with this vendor. The price has gone up. What can we do? What can I do about it? I'm like, nothing. Now, I mean, there's there are some things for sure. But the reality to go back to your question mm-hmm. is when you buy, you are never in a better position to get the best discounts than before you've actually moment. paid. That's right. Upfront for sure. Yeah. So some of our clients will say, okay, well, I want a 10-year contract then, a 10-year term. So I lock in the price for 10 years. And the vendors start to do this when they hear that they start to get the uh, The twitches. uh, Because their costs do go up over time. The cost of maintaining the software can go up. Mm -hmm. But again, oh yeah, there's inflation and look at, you know, salaries today versus yesterday. I'm like, okay, so now your 99.9% margin goes to 97, right? So fine, but different software companies will have different policies for how long that term can be. But but the thing is, is when you get into the renewal, what you can do, though, especially while you have time, it, it, it the closer to the renewal date, to the date where you need the contract, the more you're kind of hosed because you're not going to switch ERPs if you only have 10 days to That's sign right. the contract, right? That's right. And the vendor kind of knows that and yep. you kind of know it. Yep. So if you start, like I said, six months before, six months to do a ERP implementation, is that enough time? Well, probably not. But, you know, if you're, if you feel like you you like the app overall, right? Mm-hmm. And we get people calling us all the time who say, um, you know, 
oh, I don't like this. And they're forcing me to upgrade and I want to do something about it. I want to hire an advisor. And this just happened yesterday. And, and Erica said, okay, well, you know, what app is it? Well, it's a lower end tier three app. How much is the renewal? Um, it's $10,000. Or like, you're going to just do in it. In the grand scheme. In the grand things, scheme right? of things, you're going to do yeah. it. Just the risk involved with the switch, right. even the data alone, which we talk about, That's you're not right. going to do that. Yeah. So, so, so the bottom line comes down to, if you have the time to work with your vendor and you can say, you know, look, um, all my renewal caps are completed, right? Because like when we work with our clients, we tell them, let's do a three-year term and then let's put renewal caps out on the renewals after that, maybe annually for three years. So you got three years, everything's the exact same. Then if you want to just renew on the same contract, they're limited to go up only 3% okay. for that next year. Okay. Then after that, they're limited by 3%. 3%. Then they're limited by 3%, right? And we work with a lot of vendors and we know what some vendors are willing to do and other vendors are not willing to do. Mm-hmm. And what I just told you some vendors will do, other vendors literally won't do it. Mm-hmm. They will not do it for whatever reason. And again, I'll get the text that tells me all the reasons. I hope I invite that those they won't to come put in. a cap on it. Right. Okay. That's right. Okay. They're worried about future costs right. for sure. Yes. Their bottom line. Their bottom line. Mm-hmm. And they should be. I mean, because if they're not and they go out of business, then we're all hosed. Like yeah. there's no software solution that we all just ran, run our businesses on. Right. Right. But there's a balance there for sure. So I'm, I'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more technically in a minute about some other things, but yeah, that's good. Well, I was going to ask you this. Is there an option to delay your contract renewal? Like if you haven't negotiated or you don't know what you necessarily need and maybe you find you're at the time where like, ah, what do I do? Like, can you get an extension of sorts? Yeah, you can ask for it for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah. and some vendors will say, yeah, we'll put you on a month by month contract okay. to give you more time. Okay. And, but, but, but you're, you have now changed the terms of your last contract by going on a month by month. So they may say, yeah, we'll do a month by month, but where your price goes up. So it almost is like null and void of what your deal was initially. Before. That's right. That's right. So, so it is, so the secret to the whole thing is, is that you want to, on the buyer side, you want to have control as much control as you can in an environment where you have very little, (laughs) I mean, it's sort of like, uh, you know, being a kayaker on the, uh, the Colorado river, right? Like that river is a big, big river and it's flowing. Right. And when you get near the end of your renewal, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. But you can still, you know, move around a little bit with some of the things that we're talking about. So again, the more time you have to sort of maneuver, the better. But I will tell you this, sometimes it takes literally getting down to the last day with the, with especially, Mm -hmm. here's the other thing I've never really told anybody is if you think about the upfront sale of software, is that, that's big, right? How, how does that compare to the renewal? right? Then renewal is actually kind of small. Yes. If they want to, if you want to stay with that particular software, right. right? And they want to keep your business. Right. 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 Now, where would you put, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say it. Where would you put your best salespeople at the beginning when you're, it's a competitive situation or at the end where they kind of have to do it? Well, in the beginning, it seems like the software vendor like they want your business. So they're willing to do a little more negotiations, but once you're in it and using it, 
and they know right. that you don't want to pick another software and go through a whole another implementation. That's right. Then you probably don't have the ability, right? right. Or the position to negotiate better. That's mm-hmm. right. And and yeah. and the kinds of people that drive those discussions are very, very different kind of people. That's what I'm trying to say from the software vendor perspective. Okay. Yeah. So with that said, then the you you just you need to understand this that again, when you're dealing with that renewal person, their their ability to negotiate is somewhat constrained versus the people up front where it's it's more open. It right. just is. Right. So again, when you're getting into this renewal, give yourself plenty of time. But it literally, we had somebody where it literally took the customer saying, I'm not gonna sign this unless you give me this percentage. And the person was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can give you this. Oh boy, here we go, right? Okay, I can't, the, then the, the buyer says, I, the renewal person says, I can't do that. I have to do this. The other person says, I can't do it. Maybe they're, they get a little closer and they're like, great. Now it's a negotiation. Right. Okay, fine. And, and literally this person, I'm not going to sign this renewal. Um, I'm not going to sign it unless you give me this. And what do you know? The day of, whoop. They get it the renewal at that percentage. Now that, that I don't like negotiating like that. I don't, that's just kind of, it is what it is, but it's kind of gross because everybody gets a little fear that's feeling, right. you know, like that's what if right. they don't sign this and then what happens and what happens to my data and all that kind of stuff. So that's usually why we tell our clients six months in advance, go back to your account management people and tell them, you know, I really like the software. I really want to stay on the software. Mm-hmm. You would think that would hurt your negotiation standpoint, but it doesn't. No, It just doesn't. And you say, here's where I'm at today. Here's the discounts that I had in this last contract. You know, I, I really want to get the discount the same, of course. Um, and I don't have a renewal cap or all the renewal caps run out that we negotiated. So maybe, you know, something fair, three, 5% or whatever. And if you gave me that deal right now, I would sign it six months in advance. Wow. And you'd be surprised. Right. Well, it shows that you want to work with them, right? right? Because if you go in there with a hard negotiation, people's feelings get hurt and they're just like, well, you know what? I don't even know if I want to continue exactly. this relationship, right? That's right. If it's so, even that personal, mm-hmm. right? Because right. That's true. The, the renewal people, they may switch five times by the time you get, like literally, like Before we've had that happen where it's up. like, whoa, yeah. where's everybody going here? Yeah. But but you're right. That, so then the key, though, is that if you can get really locked in on the deal that you want and what's fair, right, maybe you give a little bit to them because costs have come, come up, but you don't want to give away the farm on your side and you start having that discussion. Now you have time to escalate. Now you have time to talk to the person who's assigned to your account, see how it goes, get to know them well. You know, maybe you have a virtual happy hour with them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of kidding, but that's not a bad idea. Right? Have a coffee over online, <laughs> but but get to know them so that they can tell you like, you know, look, I really can't approve it, the discount that you want. It's got to go to my boss. Good. I want to okay, talk fine. to your boss, yep. right? Or you go talk to your boss and see what you can do, right? And there's time. There's time for this to happen. You're not so worried about it. They're not so worried about it. But but I do think some software vendors really value locking up the revenue. Mm-hmm. They want to know that it's expected, that they've locked it up and it's done. Right. Other vendors, they don't care. They just want the best deal. Right. Like, look, right. we're gonna we're gonna up you 20% next year. Oh my gosh, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah we can. We can. 
if you want to stay right. on this software. That's right? right. Yeah. Now I've trashed the vendors enough. <laughs> now I heard our phone ring outside. That was probably oh, like, Hey, can you tell Sean not to, <laughs> um, but from the customer side, I'm going to be frank with you on this one too. I understand 20% on a hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred thousand dollar or a five hundred thousand dollar renewal is like let's say five hundred, it's a hundred thousand dollars more, right? Yeah. It's a lot. But how many people, future hires were saved by us mm -hmm. using the software? And if it's literally one, you probably just made your money. That's right. You're even. That's right. If it was five or ten you're still up ahead with a 20% renewal. I'm not saying that the software vendor should up everybody 20%. I think that would be terrible. That's right. just unfair. Um, but there are times where we have seen this, where certain vendors have, have done those, those um, increases and the economics actually still make sense. That's not to say you still don't give them hell on the right, negotiation, right, right. but you also kind of need to know in the back of your mind, like, all right, fine. Right now you're never, I've never seen a 50% or hundred percent renewal or new renewal rate go up. Mm -hmm. Okay. You tracking? I'm tracking. Good. Yes. But, well, my next question is, I guess, worst case scenario, Sean, like if you can't come to an agreement and you get to the date that your contract ends, and you haven't signed something and they haven't come to an agreement, then what? That is a good question. Then you're really at it's fate. It's luck. Like how do you hard... continue like on that platform? Like, do you, do they, I mean, I don't want to say hold your data hostage, but like at that point, like, what do you do? You're yeah. at a standstill. Yeah. Yeah. Has that ever happened? Oh yeah. It has happened. And you know, again, if it gets down to that point, we all failed earlier. Yeah. Something yeah. should have happened. Right. But you shouldn't have if, gotten to that point. Exactly. Right? But yeah. if it happens, you might want to keep your mm -hmm. contract around so that you know you can go to page 24 of the subscription service agreement and see what it says. And basically, um, and we've actually negotiated this on behalf of clients where you know the vendor will say, if we don't receive payment within 30 days, not just at the end of your contract, okay. but if we don't receive payment within 30 days, we have the right to end, to, to terminate the service, our services with the customer. Wait a minute. You that's can me. cut the software. Yeah. You can cut my software off. I can't run an invoice. Well, that's right. what you signed, but you probably didn't know because it was on page 24 right. paragraph, you know, 12 sub subset. I right and there. I don't think anyone thinks it's going to get to that point. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. We yeah. do. We always look at that, mm -hmm. right? Now, the good news is, is vendors rarely exercise that right. It's kind of like a credit card company, right. Right. but boy, can they, if they need to. So you may, when you're negotiating the contracts up front, you may want to say like 90 days, or I have act, you have access to the data for 90 days, mm -hmm. right? After this, this termination thing, um, you may want to also, you know, kind of look at, um, there's usually, I should say that there's, there's what's called, um, you know, renewal or evergreen clause. The contract just renews automatically every year. Mm -hmm. If nobody does anything, it just renews every year. That's how Everyone's most happy with how things are going. No, 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 no. no nobody it, does anything is more okay. what it is. And so then it just renews. And then that first, you know, that we, so let's say it's Jan one, the new contract just renews because the person who negotiated it left. 
and didn't tell the rest of the people, by the way, this contract renews on this date, it's going to auto renew. So then guess what our AP department gets is a bill from the software vendor. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wait a minute, I was paying $20,000 last month. Now it's for 50. What just happened here, right? Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. And and so and it does happen. This right. stuff does happen. Right. You know, people think they can buy enterprise software and it's sort of like a door. You buy a door and it just hangs there, right? Well, even doors need a little bit of maintenance, but that's not the case with this enterprise software. Like you got to be aware of this stuff. Someone has so. to have eyes on it. Somebody Definitely. has to have eyes on it. Yeah. Okay, so Sean, let me ask you this. What if a company like they're beyond negotiating the price? If, are there tips and tricks that they could go into their renewal, like scheme for some sort of benefit or change? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we were just talking to a company a couple of weeks ago, actually an organization, a company, yeah. And um, they had gotten really good discounts. Mm-hmm. They had gotten really good payment terms because that's another thing you can ask for. Hey, you know, your payment is uh, is for the annual payment is due within 30 days. Mm-hmm. Look, I need 60. Okay. Oh, wow. All I had to do was, was ask. ask. Yeah. Right? Okay. Again, some vendors will do it. Some won't. Yeah. Um, maybe you need to split those payments over quarters. Mm-hmm. Okay. They might be willing to do that. That's right. something you can do. So there's the actual payment terms that you can look at. Um, the other thing that you can do, you can certainly negotiate a cap on this renewed contract, basically. Right. Why mm-hmm. not? Since you Maybe didn't do that before, at least learn from that and then put a renewal in for the next one. Um, but the other thing you can do is remember that little golden nugget I said about annual contract value. So so maybe maybe you can say, like these guys did, you know, we got everything. Um, everything's good here. And I don't really need more software. The price is going to go up because of some Escalator, some indexes, this particular software company does that. But, and I know you're not going to like reduce anything. So can you give me some more software for free? Mm -hmm. They might just throw it in. Who knows? Remember that incremental value of Mm -hmm. of that extra module. Maybe it's an analytics tool, reporting tool, or some kind of cool tool that now you're ready for. We're going to actually talk about that in a CPE coming up, what to do after you go live. Okay. There's some cool stuff you can throw on after you deal with all the rah, rah, blah, blah, you know, supply chain financials. So, you know, maybe you say, Hey, look, okay, keep my rate the same, fine, but give me some more software. That might be something you could do as well. Once you've been in it and you know how things are running, like you can realize like you can, you know, change or massage or do something a little different, right? Exactly. And they're willing to negotiate that that's right. type of service. That's right. Yeah. And and I think that's the whole thing that I'm talking about here. The whole enchilada. Love that phrase. I haven't used that one ever on a call. <laughs> <laughs> the enchilada. Well, it's a great phrase because it's so true. It comes down to this. As a customer, you do have volition. You have control. You have influence. Mm -hmm. You can change the outcome the more time you have. That's right. The less time you have, man, the more hosed you are. Enchilada or hosed? Which one do you want to (laughs) be? Right? It's kind of true. Because if you're like, oh, wow, the contract renews in a week and uh, I want all this stuff. Okay. Well, you could still ask and maybe you get it, but maybe the person, you know, has 10 other renewals they're trying to do on Mm -hmm. the software vendor side and they just don't have the time to put into it. And you're not that big of a customer, right? But if you do it in advance, you get to know the person, have the online drink, have the, have the 
I'm just kind of kidding, but not really have the cappuccino with them, you know, on the zoom and you get to know them a little bit. Those Mm -hmm. people will work hard for you. And I have seen that. I don't care where they're at in the spectrum of the experience or, or versus the, you know, the big elephant hunter salesperson or the account management order takers, there's all this stuff you could get into. If you just get to know the person and just get to know what they care about most, you can find a great solution because all of the software vendors that we work with and have worked with, which is a lot of vendors, these are great companies. They don't want customers upset with them. They want customers renewing. They want lifetime customers. They make a ton of money off that customer. The longer the customer runs their software, you know, because even their costs are kind of high at the beginning and then they go down over time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and it might not, your account manager might not understand everything you're trying to get for, be very willing to say, Hey, can we bring in your boss into this discussion? Oh, they bring, they come in and that doesn't go well. Hey, can we bring in your boss into the discussion? And you finally find that person. And she's like, you know, we love you guys. Hey, would you be willing to do a success story for us? And then we'll give you this discount. Sure. There you go. That's another thing you can offer, right? When you start thinking with a win-win, you can work through this. And that's the problem that most people have is they're at the end and they feel they're up against They're desperate, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, this software company is doing this and this, because there is one other thing I should mention as well. That's a little gotcha. Okay. So when, when you buy software, the funny thing is all this stuff is there to read. There's only about a hundred pages you have to read to see it. We know where it's all at. Some applications say, hey, we're, you're going to buy the uh, the the mid solution. Uh, uh, let me give it, think of a real example here. You're going to buy the mid-market ERP for services solution. We'll just say that. Okay. okay, makes sense. You know, I've got 10 users today. It goes up to 30. Never going to be a problem, right? Or we bought the enterprise server, which supports a thousand users. That's fine. We're at 800. You know, we're going to have a little bit of growth. This should be fine. No problem, right? Sign the contract and you're golden. Then you get to the renewal and they're like, oh, by the way, those user counts that we limited you by, you're over. Now, software companies can actually go back and audit you for that. Oh, boy. Oracle has been known to do that. Ouch. We won't get into that. But at the renewal, they say, okay, well, you know, you've been over fine. That's fine. But now they you won't move. go back and back charge you sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they will. Sometimes most of them actually won't. I'm okay. just going to tell you that. Okay. I don't want okay. the software vendors to get mad at me over that, but they usually don't. They don't want to upset you. Right. They want you to be a happy customer, right? right, right? right don't right. give them a reason to, but if you're way, if you're over and then there's the renewal and they're going to say, okay, well now you go into the next, Tier. yeah, the next tier mm-hmm. as soon as you and that's going to cost you yes <laughs> if you hear next tier you think tears yeah. oh no oh no <laughs> because sometimes those jumps can be 100% mm-hmm. for the same software oh boy the exact same software just more users just more users oh boy and that's in the fine print it's in the fine okay. print okay it's there okay so i would rather that a company a person who's doing this renewal review their initial contract so they really understand what they have mm-hmm. right and and what the terms are around each of the items that they have so they at least know these things and then maybe they do an audit of what we're actually doing so we can compare like huh 
okay, there's a big difference here. And you, you know, you go into the negotiation knowing that. And some vendors, again, they know it, they don't know it, it policies change, whatever, and it's their job to enforce whatever they're going to enforce. But then you don't get like pushed off center to where you get mad mm-hmm. because when people get mad, they, they, they're not rational, right? You know, you can be mad, act like you're mad to try to make a point. I'm right. fine with that. I do right. that all the time, right. Right. Um, right. unfortunately, but you know, that's different than like, Oh, oh my gosh. You know, you just, panicking. yeah, they panic mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, we're paying a quarter million today. And now it's going to go up 500,000. I don't have that kind of money. Uh, you know, I didn't budget that. I'm going to look like an idiot to my boss. Those are all the things that are going through their minds, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And those could be totally true. Right. They probably should have known that a little bit going into right. it. I'm just going to say. Right. And people can call us anytime yeah. and we can help you kind of figure some of that stuff yeah. out. But we're not like, there are firms out there that just help on negotiations, mm-hmm. but you got to have a like a million dollar, $10 million per year Salesforce SAP kind of deal to make it worth that. Right. Right. That's fine. Go talk to those guys. And and then that's just kind of a, I'm just going to say it kind of a used car negotiation. Right. It's just about pricing. Well, we you don't have to do pay that. the money for them to advise you. You could just pay that money to your contract renewal. That's right. True. That's right. You know, unless you really needed the help. Right. right? That's right. And some yeah. people do the contracts mm-hmm. are so big. Yeah. But but then it just really becomes about fees. I mean, we tend to look at it a little more strategically, like, and sometimes our, our clients are like, well, that sucks. I'm just going to say it, you know, like, but it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're using the software more. Again, remember how many people has that saved us in terms of future hires right. or what, what happened to our cost structure after we implemented the software? Well, right. it went up because the software was more, well, you're right. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. But like for real, what's the value prop? And then that decides how you do the negotiations. Well, Whose responsibility is it to keep track of the contract renewal? Does the vendor come to you and say it's time if it isn't like an automatic renewal? Or is it someone on your team that has to keep track of it? And then you go to the vendor and say, okay, it's time for our renewal. Whose responsibility is it to keep track of that? Well, it's it's both. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, the software vendor is definitely going to let you know. Yeah. Because they can charge you more. And whether they let you know the month after mm-hmm. the uh, the automatic renewal happened and you get a new bill. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think most software vendors are like that. I think they do have groups of people, like teams, that have all their contracts and contract management systems and boop, okay, Juliet Software is going to renew in two months or a month. So let's call mm-hmm. her and let's find out what she needs, what she wants, right? Remember, by then, Juliet... You just might be host because you don't know, you don't remember your contract. You can't find your contract. Right. So then you got this person calling. You're like, oh my God, I didn't even know this was going to happen. Right. So you you kind of get thrown off a little bit in negotiations when the vendor originates it. Okay. Um, but sometimes the vendors too, you know, maybe their revenue is down and they, they're willing to do specials throughout yeah. the year on a renewal that we've seen that before where they're like, yeah. shoot, let's get these renewals booked now. So that, you know, when it actually, and it is effective on your renewal date, but they can book it six months in advance. So they know what to expect. Exactly. Right? That's yep. right. Right. Yep. So some, so the vendor spectrum is like that um, all the way. Then on the, on your side, on the customer side, knowing what your contracts are, when they renew, the dates they renew, the terms they renew, what you even need renewed, you know, cause you might do, you might do a survey throughout the organization to say, what do we even really need for this software anymore? Yeah. Right. That might be super helpful. 
Um, so if you drive it from that side, like I said earlier, I think that's what's always best. And most, yeah. most organizations that are of a good size have, you know, directors of IT, a CIO, even, even line of business people that are responsible for these contracts. They, they, they know, like mm-hmm. they have, they have a spreadsheet that shows these dates, or, I mean, we've even seen where folks put in their calendar. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's this time of year that I need to do it. I'm going to set yeah. it up as recurring every year so that I, I force yeah. myself to do this. There's contract management software uh-huh. that actually you can buy that manages those dates and tells you when right. those contracts right. are coming. And not just it. relying on Google Cal. That's right. right. Yes. That's right. That's kind of the tabular yeah. way. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, well, I think we could keep talking about this forever, right? Because who doesn't want to get the best deal, right? Right. And save some money. That's right. But any few final nuggets that you'd like to share with us before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, I I went through a lot on this call and there is a lot to consider. So if I just boil it down, the best time to think about the renewal is when you're doing the initial purchase Mm -hmm. so that you're building in a term that makes sense for your business and just get over the fact that, for that term, you can't reduce the contract value. Don't fight it. Like it's some actually, that's not true. We did get that with one vendor recently where we could drop some users, but it was very rare. Okay. Very rare. They were a smaller firm. They were a little less worried about the uh the forecast revenue um uh waterfall mm-hmm. than some of our, our larger, more complex companies. But just so when you're in the renewal, when you're in the um, initial contract um, negotiation, think about the renewal. You know, if you can get yourself sort of known pricing for five years, six years, maybe seven, mm-hmm. you know, get a term that's pretty good. Get a couple um, annual caps after that. You're in great shape, right. you right. know. Um, so that's huge. Another important thing is if if you're, again, if you're listening to this this call, you're on LinkedIn listening to this right now, you're probably aware you've got a negotiation coming up. Mm-hmm. Find the contract. Right. If you can't find it, you can reach out to the vendor and they will have a copy of it usually. Okay. Hopefully. It depends. And if they do, with I mean, if would they have, share? Yeah, yes. exactly. Right. Yeah. They should. So then you can at least get super familiar with it. Understand what you really need within the organization right now, what you don't need, because you may actually need 500 more users on the renewal, Mm. right? Great. Now maybe you can get a deal that's, you get those 500 for a lot discount because you've got a lot and they really want to grow the relationship Mm -hmm. with you, but know what you need for sure, whether it's more or less. Um, And then start the renewal discussion early because what we see more often than not is when an organization is engaged with the account management team about a renewal. Boop, all of a sudden they'll call one day and say, you know what? We got a great deal. We can give you this if you right. sign today and you already know what you need. You already know what the discounts are. And then boom, you sign it. Worst case scenario, like I said, mm-hmm. you may have to go all the way to the, to the last day to get what you want. Right. But then you better be familiar with what the terms are of what the software company can do Mm -hmm. if you haven't paid for your service. They can shut you down. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk? That's right. So a lot of stuff there to think about for sure. We're always around if anybody needs help. Um, But 
my gosh, Sean. The key, key <laughs> thing is this is it's like our data migration discussion. Yes. The yes. most important thing is just know this is an issue that right. you just have to put some time into. So just roll up your sleeves, get into it, and you'll be totally fine. Right. The vendors probably want to keep you as a customer too. If they don't want to keep you as a customer. You're kind of you probably don't want oh, them anyway. That's right. You probably right? don't want them anyway. Yeah. Right. But yeah. most likely you want to keep them. They want to keep you. You'll come up with something that's fair. And if that happens, you're golden. Perfect. Sean, thank you. You bet. As always. You're very welcome. <laughs> Such good information. <laughs> so thank you everyone for joining us for our webinar today. Please let us know if you have any questions. We're happy to help in any way we can. Be sure to join us on Thursday, May 11th, when we will be offering two different events. The first event is a free virtual CPE offering at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, reimagining business possibilities within your new ERP, a roadmap for post go live optimization. And our second event on May 11th is at 12 noon mountain time. How financial automate, automate, <laughs> I can't say that. I know. Automation and ERP can transform your business. Please go to our website, erpadvisorsgroup.com for more details and to register. You know, Juliet, I yes. think on that call, we're yeah. actually going to talk about AI, chat GPT, and a couple other things too. So it's okay. going to be pretty cool. We okay. might even bring a guest that has some experience in there that's really good. Okay, perfect. All right. That sounds good. All right. Well, ERP Advisors Group is one of the country's top independent uh, advisory software firms. ERP Advisors Group advises mid to large size businesses on selecting and implementing business applications from enterprise resource planning, ERP customer relationship management, human capital management, business intelligence, and other enterprise applications, which equates to millions of dollars in software deals each year across many industries. This has been the ERP Advisor. Thank you for joining us.